Surprise attack! Ha! Just kidding. Got you though. I'm here to thank some of the people who gave us their gold. And we only had to ask them like once or twice or I don't know. How many episodes you've been talking about this now? That many? Oh, that's obnoxious. Well, thank you for your donations. And also for putting up with all of the harassment about the Patreon. Here we go. Thank you to Chelsea Dab, Cheryl Nash, David Forsey, Heather Bayard, Heather Romancic, Jason Campbell, Michelle with no last name, and Michelle Scott, which is a last name, and a first name. Could be a middle name too, whom I don't know. Noreen Elizabeth, Olga Krasik, and Robert Andrews. Thank you from the bottom of my cold little shriveled cobalt heart. And just know, if you meet me in a dark tunnel, I'm gonna give you some good hints as to where my traps are. Back to the show! Previously on Wonders and Blunders. The dusk blood does not take well to adults. It works much better with children. I don't like to get my hands dirty, but perhaps this is the best time to deal with this problem. I think Kara is going to come at her. <laughs> okay. How, how do you put it? <laughs> Start some shit. So you slash at her with your claws and your hand passes right through her. Well, you gave me some time to catch up. Gertie and Brett come charging through oh, the trees uh, with light and sky, white knuckling the <laughs> reins. Yeah. You see Diglin standing on the front with her bandages off. Get on! Get on! Yep. Yeah. So you see this big clawed hand holding Diglin by the throat. This might help you escape. And throw, try to throw the, the bottle at, at Diglin. Diglin catches it, and she pulls the top off and drinks it. She turns into a gaseous form. No! No! no I thought it was going to make me fast. Star flu games it. He, like, lines up, throws the dagger perfectly, and then when he sees it sink in, he just, like, <laughs> And she just, like, throws both of her big hands up over her face and screeches out and you see her dissolve into ravens and fly away. <laughs> so the caravan is just rocketing along with Yuri drooping at the reins as, as you go. I feel like as it bumps along, everybody's just kind of lying down, maybe some of you yeah. in and out of consciousness. Light and Sky are going around and trying to do their best to keep everybody from bouncing around too much and like putting blankets on and trying to warm everybody up. They stop and are sort of keeping a bit of a wide berth around Kara. Sky's doing a bit of a better job of coming up and at least like handing you blankets, but obviously isn't taking the same care as with everybody else. And Bido is just sort of like sitting in the middle of everyone, just telling you how he built his little ballista. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. villain's like passing out and like waking up. Very good, Baito, yes. Oh, I found like a, like a bendy tree. I bend it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Diglin helped me bend it. Incredible, yes. Yes, it was good. And uh, then we got the big, I saw like the little arrows and I thought, oh, I bet I could make those bigger. <laughs> 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 but it kind of rattles along, and at that speed, pretty quickly, the caravan comes to a stop, mm. and you are back at Diglin's cabin. Uh, where's Dust? Uh, Dust is not in the caravan. Mm. What, uh, where, where's Where's Dust? Uh, we didn't want to take him. We left him in the in the cabin. Okay. 
Okay. Diglin said that the uh, traps would keep him safe. Uh, let's hope so. We're, and, we're there now, right? Yeah, you're there. Yeah, Ben just like hops off uh, and like is dragging his pack, slumped shoulders, just like eyes mm-hmm. almost closed, like trudging uh, up to the cabin. Yuri is uh, like detaching Gertie and Brett from the back and starts same sort of like trudging. He gives each of them a hug, which they accept reluctantly <laughs> as he's like, oh, I thought I'd never see you again. Oh, you big, beautiful goudies. Oh, I'm so so I'm glad you were so nice to them. They, you let them drive you. That's so good. And like scratching at them. And they're kind of like nosing around, like waiting for some sort of treat. And he pulls out some sugar cubes for them. And they're just dusted. <laughs> it's just loose sugar. <laughs> they, they lick it up. Their cube form was uh, decimated by the sled ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but he leads them through the gates in front of the cabin. Into the little palisade area. Yeah, through those, through that first set of walls. Yeah, I think Valen uh. just trudges off of the wagon and inside. Yeah, Ben's gonna just like drop his pack inside the door of the cabin and uh, lay down right in front of the fire. Is the fire still going? Yeah, the fire is going. And actually, when you make your way over there, um, you see the books in here have been built into like a little fortress. Mm -hmm. And you see dust like squinting out at you as you come in. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, hello. Welcome back. Hey, dust. (laughs) Ben like drops his his coat and it's just like soaking wet, starting to freeze up. Yeah, there's a lot more space in here now because dust has clearly been spending this whole time like building this book fort Mm -hmm. i think ben yeah just he crawls in can can i can i come into the fort oh yeah yeah come in there's lots of room okay (laughs) and ben crawls in on all fours you look terrible yeah thank you you too i didn't mean that as an insult and ben is like asleep he's asleep (laughs) (laughs) he's he's kind of yeah he's kind of looking out and he's like through the slit as other people are coming in mm-hmm. and he's like I didn't mean it as an insult just that you probably had an exciting oh yeah bef- uh, uh, before before uh, Kara gets off Star sits up and is like I think I think that we should cover your eyes uh, that probably makes sense um I'm feeling I, I mean if, if we don't how do we know that she won't just follow us here no I think I think you're probably right I feel weird I mean, I know I'm all covered in feathers, but like it's not it's not very scary. I think normally I'd be like a little bit a little bit nervous, and I'm not really. Can I do like an insight to get any sense if if uh, I can sense that there's something else in Kara maybe? Like yeah. I, what what am I actually going for here? Because obviously there's something else going on with Kara. But what I'm looking to see if I can sense is if there's actually another like actual presence in Kara. Sure, yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. There, there we go. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think you have a bit of experience when you were looking at Cass. She had that sort of dueling selves yeah. sort of happening in her face, but Kara doesn't have that. When you look at Kara, you see a highly intelligent animal. Mm. This is a predator that understands its surroundings and feels safe and at ease. Well, Kara, uh, and I'll go to put my hand on her shoulder, but if anyone's got a particularly high perception or anything, you'll you'll see just the slightest touch of hesitation before I put it down on her shoulder and uh, be, well, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe if we cover your eyes, if, if you're all right with that, maybe, maybe we should cover your eyes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 
I guess we scrounge up a rag and I mean claw and then cover her eyes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, rag. A dirty, filthy rag. <laughs> <laughs> As you start to tear that up and uh, I guess you stoke the fire and start maybe setting up bed rolls, I guess. Uh, ben has just fallen asleep on a bunch of books, but... Hmm. Bree has climbed, uh, like upon getting in, has climbed out the caravan and onto the top uh, to where her belongings are and has just started pulling out a bunch of leaves and berries and working them into like a, a paste that she begins like applying to her skin. I'll, uh, how many beds are in this cabin again? There's only the one bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh take a couple of blankets and, and something and um, maybe a cushion if there's one and, and try to prop Ben up a little bit better while he's sleeping so he's not just like cramped up on a bunch of books and uh, I'll give uh, dust are you, are you allowed in the fort? Uh, <laughs> as I'm as I'm approaching I was uh, I give dust like a wink and like motion towards Ben and, and I, I like We'll keep crawling to the fort unless Dust stops me. I don't. Yeah, know. no, he doesn't. He's <laughs> yeah. he's uh, he's like looking over everybody's shoulders, looking yeah. for Star. So I like I I only fit halfway into this fort anyway, and so in that cramped space, I'll kind of like prop that up on on some like cushions and a blanket and stuff. There's like concern on my face, but I don't say anything, and I'll back out of that stare at everybody and sort of half off into space and half at everybody, and I'm just kind of standing and doing that for a little while. Uh, Val- Valen has uh, kept the cloak that Bree loaned him and just, like, fashioned a quick little, like, bed out of that quick little precedentation to warm everything up and then is, like, probably snoring fairly quickly. Yeah, Star comes in last with Kara, like, guiding Kara in. <laughs> I don't know if there was a place that she was sleeping before. Uh, I think I collapsed pretty quickly. I don't remember if I settled down anywhere particular. Okay. I think this time, though, I'll... Uh, I'll try and settle down by the fire. Yeah. Uh, I'm going straight for the chair, so. <laughs> I think I probably, like, sit down in kind of a weird position to everybody. Like, I think I, like, I crouch down a little bit, like, slump over my knees and look like maybe I fall asleep. Perched? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star also, like, as soon as he opens the door, he's just like, dust? Uh, dust? Yeah, and you get... Yeah, tackled. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. He's like, oh, you're back. Oh, they went uh, They went to get you. They said you were in trouble. Yes, hello, brother. Yes, you look like crap, too. You look bad. Uh, I'll tell you the story tomorrow. Yes, please. I'm excited to hear it. Uh, you, you uh, I guess you've seen uh, Mrs. Kara. Oh, um, hello. Hi, Hi Dust. You... Um, I have claws. Yes, okay. You know that too. That's good. Uh, everyone is used to this. This is not... It's uh, it's, it's a very long story. And I'll, I'll crouch down at that and be like, Oh, Dust, uh, not, pardon my ignorance on this. I don't think I've asked you this before, but you can read fine, right? Oh, yes. How tired are you? Oh, uh, I'm pretty jazzed up actually oh that's great that's real <laughs> good to hear tell, would you, know, you a couple of hours would you be able to do me a really big favor now i would really appreciate that maybe see all these books that you got lying around here would you be able to flick through ones and and see if you find anything uh mentioning something called dusk blood dusk blood okay yeah and um, if you do just just put it aside and and uh when you get a, a few of those sources together we will look through them yourself and i'll uh well, maybe I can think of something nice to do for you in return. Okay. 
I look forward to finding out what that nice thing is. And I'll give yeah. him a wink and I'll be like, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Star kind of like is like nodding at him and like puts his hand on his shoulder and is like, this would be a great help. Okay. Uh, yes, I can help. and he yeah immediately like runs off and you see he just like pulls out a load-bearing book from the board and it all just falls in on ben (laughs) and he's like whoops uh and then runs outside (laughs) i'll uh, mosey over and just start taking books off of ben um i'm like half asleep standing up like i'm on autopilot now and, and i'm just taking books off of ben and like putting them in, in neat piles and like that's just what I'm doing to occupy myself at this point. Okay. Star drags the uh, Star drags the chair away from the fire and next to the door um, and he puts it so that it's like right so that it's facing the door right in front of it and he mm-hmm. leans his rapier against the chair and then he just like leans in it and looks at it and then just falls asleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like ready if something opens the door or startles him he's just gonna wake up and be ready. So, Bree, you're sleeping out on the caravan? Yeah, yeah, I'm out uh, keeping watch, keeping watch for Diglin. Okay. Uh, coming back in, and, uh, yeah, just working this, like, poultice into kind of where, like, the runes and stuff have been a little scorched and burned oh, from okay. the energy from before. So you see Dust come outside with the book and make his way into the back of the caravan, and you can hear him sort of, like, scrabbling around inside. Uh, you hear him, like, sort of mumbling to himself down there, and then... I think after all of this, after everybody sort of set up their areas for going to bed, uh, Bree, before you drift off, you see a little cloud of mist, <laughs> like very slowly seeping through the fence and then coming up to the door and starting to like seep under the door. I would have seen Diglin drink this potion and turn to mist. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I, I, I clock it, but don't like, I'm, I'm just keeping an eye on it. Okay, then inside, Valen is asleep. Yeah. Yeah, anybody who's awake sees this mist, like, seep in under the door and then just sort of float over Valen, (laughs) and it's just kind of floating there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Good. I'm still uh, moving books around. I probably have been uncovered at this point, maybe, but I'm still just stacking fallen books. And I'll, like, look up and be like, oh, good, you're, you're here. That's good. That's real good. And uh, stack a few more books, but I'm, like, kind of sitting at this point and, like, sort of slumped. And uh, it, it's just all mechanical actions. Yeah. Uh, so then after another few minutes, uh, Diglin slowly, like, reforms from this mist. And she's just kind of, like, yeah, she's standing over Valen, like, looking down at him and you can see her like tensing and untensing her hands <laughs> and then she walks over to her wardrobe and takes out a uh, shirt and then like spins her machete around and cuts it up the side and then ties her eyes over again mm. and then she walks over to the mantle place and puts her machete back up and the other one just poofs out of her hand and appears up there and then disappears quickly after. And she just kind of grumbling to herself, walks back out the door. Mm. So all of you can take a long rest. Wow. Yay. Hooray. 
Haven't slept in months. And I'll give you this <laughs> because you're going to go to level five. Level five. Uh, so let's just go around the table. What are, how, what, what kind of terrible, unkillable monsters have you become? Well, as the <coughs> biggest, terriblest monster <laughs> of the table, uh, I gained an extra 15 hit points. I gained the ability to leap at things at the end of my turn, um, which is a new unearthed arcana ability for barbarians, and I gained an extra attack. Terrifying. Um, Valen, uh, I took, I got seven more hit points and got access to third level spells where all the fun ones are. And I took some third level spells, which we will reveal slowly through the story. Right. Um, and I- Or won't. Or won't. Maybe. <laughs> I still have a spell I think I've never cast. Um, so we'll see. Um, but- Everybody's allowed to have secrets. Yeah. Also swapped out some cantrips. I um, got some more hit points. I'm slightly less incredibly fragile. And uh, I gained access to third level spells, I suppose, depending on whether Kara can use those. <laughs> I, why, why not? <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? What's yeah. the worst that can happen? And I think that's about it for me. You also gained a penchant for birdseed? <laughs> I don't know if I did. I feel like I'm a predatory thing, you know? Like, uh, mm. might be... Anyway, that's where I'm at. Uh, ben got some more HP, three more HP, access to third level spells, and uh, cleric channel divinity ability destroy undead. So if I try to turn undead and they're low level enough, they will just be instantly destroyed. Cool. Dust some skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Nice. Uh, Rowan got six extra health points, and I've got uh, Uncanny Dodge, which is awesome. Uh, once per round, I can half an attack I can see. I can half the damage on me, which is pretty cool. And uh, I got a boost to my passives because our uh, proficiency bonus went up. Yep, same exact same level up as Rowan. That's what Star got. Uh, the ability to half damage on any attack that he sees and an extra sneak attack dice and... Uh, yeah, plus one to everything from the proficiency bonus. Woo! Okay. So at this level, um, you've also had your little friend with you for a while. Uh, so you can level up Bido. Cool. Yay! So Bido has three stat trees. They are Bite, Dig, and Steel Pig. <laughs> um, That's real good. So Bite makes him better in combat if you want a little combat familiar at the first level he can gain 20 hp plus he gets the full kobold stat block so he gets um uh like pack tactics he gets advantage if he's next to you oh, cool. uh he gets plus one ac and you can choose a weapon proficiency for him whoa Centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> the first level of dig Bro, he can set up traps to defend areas that you'll be staying in. So if you rent out a room somewhere, he can trap it out. And those traps are, we, we won't set like a particular trap. You can kind of talk to him about what kind of trap he wants. And up to a certain point, he'll be able to set that trap for you given enough time. Uh, the first level of Steel Pig, he will loot cleared locations that you've cleared out for you. So anything that is hidden up to a DC of 12, 
he will automatically clear out and bring to you. So all the money, all the items that you didn't pick up because you're role-playing, uh, <laughs> he will go in and get for you. So each of those stat trees, they get better. So like uh, level two of bite is an extra attack and another 10 HP. So he the, only gets hit points with the, the, with the bite tree? Uh, he gets hit points with the other ones, but way less. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just concerned about him. He, he'll roll a d6 for the other ones, but yeah. these are set like 20 and 10. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And then at level three, he gets another 10, and you can give him a level in one of your classes. Whoa, that's cool. So mm-hmm. sort of saying that you've been studying with him, uh, and you can give him a level <laughs> in a Cobalt wizard. Cobalt no. <laughs> <laughs> wizards are good, yeah. Um, the dig level two, he can use an action to set a trap in combat. So any Ooh. of the traps that you've sort of established, he can set it up uh, in combat with you. And level three, his traps get better, and he gets a five-foot dig speed that leaves behind a crawlable tunnel that <laughs> you can crawl through. Cute. Uh, nice. Level two of Steel Pig, he will loot enemies as they die in combat. <laughs> um, and at level three, his loot DCs go up to 15, and out of combat, he gets a sleight of hand with a plus seven, uh, so he can <laughs> steal from people. That's so good. Thank oh, you for doing that. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's oh my really god. Beautiful. What do we think? They're just nice little things. I, I mean, love bite. them all. Yeah, I like that Bito could find nice little things and give it to gifts as us too. Yeah, that's. Yeah, like, I think Steal the Pig is probably the best. Moment. Also, the more useful abilities he so has without useful. raising his health are gonna just make it oh, also, so tragic more when he dies. To bring Bito inevitably. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it just means that instead of like all of us going there and being like, Bito, stay here, we'll be like, all right, Bito, come on. Yeah, and like true. that just and, multiplies. And he's gonna the, love that. And then it's like also like the extra challenge of like keeping him safe while yeah. we do these things. It multiplies yeah. the bito. I'm, I'm down for more bito. Also, the idea of him just always having this like huge sack over his <laughs> yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. He's like yeah. a, yeah. a, a treasure yeah. goblin from Diablo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's how I pictured him in the with the doorknobs. Yeah. And the, I'm yeah. way more into it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm 100 percent on board. All right. Steel pig. Steal that fucking pig. Steal that pig. All right. Bido has been given level one of steel pig. Will loot all cleared locations of any loot hidden DC 12 and under. Cool. Amazing. And you get some hit points. Some Bido money. Yes, he does get hit points. Does someone else want to roll it? Who has the best die? (laughs) (laughs) Who's got the hot hands? Uh, It's a D6. I feel like (laughs) none of us can roll that. I feel like that has to be a DM thing. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, Wilf. How could you get him killed <laughs> like that? Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll roll it in front of you. Five. Five. Nice. nice. That's doubled good. his health. On a what? <laughs> what? All right. Well, luckily, Toll the Dead Thank doubled you. in damage as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cold. so Are with all that, all of them cold. Yeah. you uh, wake up the next morning. The sun is out. It's very early because you went to bed very early seven or eight o'clock right yeah yeah so it's still pretty early in the morning i feel like you all maybe slept a fair bit past eight hours yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. seems fair (sighs) light and sky are awake they Mm -hmm. have sort of been keeping an eye out all night um dust is also awake he's over in the corner and has got he's his head is like drooping over books that he has been reading throughout the night i think uh i think a star was gonna wake up early um, once light and sky started moving around and he's going to confer with them while everyone else is asleep, sort of everything that happened over the course of the, everything that happened since they last saw us, basically. Yeah, so they are, they're pretty amazing. I mean, Dust 
sort of shakes off that sort of sleepy feeling that he's had from staying up all night reading and he's jot noting you can see because he's like exhausted but he's trying to catch everything uh and you can see that he also seems to have a few doodles of kara <laughs> sort of perched and asleep next to the fire mm. cool okay yeah star's also gonna go over to dust and he's gonna and he, while dust is drawing uh listen uh brother i think uh i think i'm going to have to teach you some self-defense what uh yes I think it's I think it's time, you know. Uh we are in the we are in the dangerous we're in the dangerous place. This what happened yesterday was uh, far too serious. I, I want to make sure that everyone if necessary is uh, able to defend themselves. That, that includes you. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, finally. Oh my oh okay. Oh, ooh, what do I get to use? Do I get the uh ooh, I've, I've been thinking about this. Maybe I want like an axe. Maybe I want to do like axe work. I think that would be cool. It's seen uh, like yeah, oh, you could, uh, you could, you, yeah, like, Star, like, looks I over his shoulder. I could hold two axes like, and be like, like uh, you, can, you can think about what you like, but, uh, I'd like you to meet me, uh, later today, if there's time, we'll, we'll have your first lesson. Yes? Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, I'm going to find, ooh, I'll be like a, like a berserker in the dervish. Yes. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to find, <laughs> ooh, I'm going to find some, other uh, something good. And he, like, runs back out to the caravan, uh, and you see, like, through the windows, you see Yuri feeding Fred and Gertie. And through the window, you see Dust run up to him and is, like, yelling at him. And Yuri is, like, holding his head and is like, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of points him to the back. And uh, Dust throws open a chest. And you just see weapons starting to get sort of thrown out of it. Uh, all okay. those weapons that you got from uh, Bladovia. You hear, like, a loud, cranky roar. <laughs> and just, like, a tail come down over the side of the caravan and hit it loudly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess that wakes Rowan up, and he sort of stirs. And there's he's in the middle of a bunch of uh, pillars of books and, uh, and, like, knocks one over. And, oh, 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 oh good morning, everybody. Well, it's, it's, it's good to see this daylight. Uh, yes, uh, I'm I'm extremely grateful that uh what what exactly happened in there? The last thing I remember was was climbing the rope. Oh I think maybe Oh you, you got should. shot and then you uh, fell off the rope. That it, and uh, then Bree jumped after you and um and she was very lucky and uh, managed to hit you both into the river. That's uh, that's miraculous and um, Kara, you are uh, you're feeling all right? Oh, um, well, I I feel very calm. It's kind of strange, actually. It's not just for you. <laughs> These claws seem nice. Hmm, yes. Um, so we're going to fix this, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's... Of course uh, we are. Lilia said something about dark blood, but... I actually wasn't... I'm not sure. My thinking is a little bit unusual right now. You, um, you were speaking with Lilia? I, I just saw her chasing us. Up at the top of... When we got yeah, out, yeah. I think she, she caught up with us. Or she seemed to catch up with us. But I think perhaps it was actually an illusion. Yeah, she's pretty canny that way. Uh, uh, sorry, and you've, you've both said this word now. Uh, 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 what sort of blood? Dusk. Dusk. Dusk blood. Yeah, uh, according to Lilia, it's uh, it's mm. meant more for the young ones, and uh, 
So she's not really sure how it's going to affect Kara. Now, I mean, I don't know how much of that's the truth and how much was of oh, uh, her stalling, but uh, either way, I mean, Duskblood's the name, and, and we've had good old Dust having to look for it in the library here, and, and obviously we'll be doing our own search. But, but we'll get to do we know? Do we know anybody? Does anybody know anybody who might be able to help us with this? Can I do a history check on the yeah, term? I'll on the term do, Duskblood? Yeah. yeah, I'll also do like a, you know, thinking... Thinking check? I don't know what thinking think check. Think. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to do Arcana. Natural Arcana. 20. Yeah. Nat 20 oh, on boy. history? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, you can do Arcana as well, because plus it may give you different information. Plus, yeah. Total. Oh, plus intelligence comes to 24? 17. 17? With disadvantage. Okay. Like, is there a way to, like, oh, no, is there a way for 26. me to think back to, like, Bralia and all the people that I've ever interfaced with working, like, being a merchant on the docks? Like, what, what role would that be? You know what I mean? just be intelligent yeah maybe just a just a straight intelligence check to know somebody in particular okay so like history and arcana can help you figure out what it is but i think if you're thinking of like a person you could go to that would just be a straight intelligence to just remember people you've interacted with okay i got a nine (laughs) nine okay so you know a lot of traders of potions few different alchemists that come through you can't quite remember their names but you you would know them if you saw them Mm -hmm. you think a a safe bet for you to think of is to hang out around the docks in pralia just because so many people go through there is almost anything you want to find you can find there right but you can't think of anybody in particular Mm -hmm. a 17 arcana and a nat 20 history so history an old story you get to thinking about darklings Mm. And you remember a story that I would say probably your auntie Hibiscus told you about. Mm -hmm. About the winter court and an old, kind of like a ghost story of the Dubkatha, which is is Sylvan for Dark Crow. This was a fey, fey prince who betrayed Tiandra. And Tiandra cursed him and his entire court. And that is where the Darklings came from. Dubkatha himself got banished to a sort of half-realm called the Twilight Court. And it is not a court to itself, but it is supposed to be just surrounded by this endless maze of brambles, and the Dark Crow wanders these brambles just endlessly. But the, uh, the brambles themselves have a poison that is called dusk blood. And it is supposed to be something that leads to a terrible madness and a transformation into a servant of the Dark Crow. The madness of the centuries is said to have seeped out of the Dark Crow into the brambles themselves. Mm. And that poison is what comes from it. That sounds like a lovely place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our next vacation spot? <laughs> um, Arcana-wise, uh, you can tell by the effects that are ongoing with Kara, and even through the difference from the night to the day, that this is an ongoing poison which is constantly changing her, mm. but is sped up rapidly by magic. You, you can tell that not using magic would slow it down, but not, not stop, stop it, it entirely. So this is something that will continue to happen. We have a clock. Yeah. Is uh, Diglin around? Uh, Diglin's not there. 
Uh, wait a minute, where's Diglett? Sky says uh, she didn't come back in after last night. Oh, oh wait, yeah, yeah, she did. She she came in for a minute, and uh, I think uh, thanked uh, thanked you, uh, Valen, for for your help, and then uh, oh. put her things away, and then uh, and then went back outside. I, I I didn't see what happened to her after that, but but is she the machete came on in. the wall? The machete is on the wall. Yeah. Would I have seen where she went? You saw her leave, and she went out the gate okay. without her weapon. Did you uh? Did you share that information out loud? Or? Yeah, yeah, I would have just relayed that. Um, like mumbling and musing what we... Yeah, yeah, very, thinking. very like Rowany in, in the sense of like kind of meandered a little bit on the poetics of, of the the dark crow and the poisons and, and like half mumbled and half to himself and then half kind of a little louder to you guys and sort of gesturing and then kind of like mumbled off and be like, no, no, that that's a different, that's a different story. So the, the, the brambles... Yeah, the brambles carry the po- and just sort of did that. I may have uh, someone I could try to reach out to. She's an experienced magic practitioner. Uh, this is not her area of expertise, but she may be able to help us out. I- I've I've um, been meaning to to contact her myself anyway. Um, um, so if you uh, give me some time, I- I- I'll I'll see if I can reach out. Yeah, and, and Rowan's hand is, is sort of over Teak as well, and you can see just kind of uh, through some of the gaps in his fingers, you see a little bit of a flicker in that. And um, he's like, well, um, uh, you know, if, if we need to, we we could even go and talk to Mom and Papa. They, they're real good with, with fey magics, and uh, uh, they're they're real great druids. I mean, you know, they might know more about this too. I mean, that's a trip, though. That's a, that's mm. a real journey, but... Uh, didn't Diglin say there was a, a druid grove somewhere nearby? That's right. That she, that's right. She did. Could maybe go there. I um, I have some magic I could cast that would let me see through the eyes of an animal. Um, but um, it really seemed like things changed really fast. Uh, yes. Um. Mm-hmm. It, it it certainly seems to me that uh, any more use of magic is going to accelerate the process. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I do think um, the uh, the person whose eyes I was seeing through was Diglin, um, mostly anyway. Mm. Uh, if again, Kara, if, if I may ask this of you, I know it's a big ask, but if you could keep your eyes covered for now and, and have your faith in us, we're not really sure how that bond works. And, and I know that Diglin and has said that that she and Lilia kind of share that vision. So I think until we can figure out one way or another how to depend on whose vision you're seeing and who's seeing through yours if you could really oblige us and, and keep those covered for now. I suppose I could do that. It's awfully boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet it is. But, uh, well, I mean, we, we can we can keep you occupied, right? I mean, we can play games and tell stories and all kinds of things you don't even need your eyes for at all. We should at least wait until um, Diglin returns and yeah. Ask her what she knows of this topic. Yeah, she'll have the lay down. Is everyone in the room with us? Is, is Bree still I'm outside? Talking. Yeah, I think Ben has been there, but he's still like, but he's 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 kind of muttering and like rolling around a little bit. Uh, he seems to be dreaming. Outside, Bree, uh, you see uh, dust still has now started like picking up weapons and trying them out on the wall. Just sort of like he stabs with the dagger and he's like. Mm. Maybe. We'll put that in the maybe pile. And he, like, chops with an axe. He's like, oh, I do it like this. I think my instinct's correct. And he, like, puts that down. <laughs> and then Yuri looks up 
at you and says, that was quite a stunt. Well, everyone would have been unhappy had Valen fall. Yeah, we would have been pretty unhappy if you had smashed into a million pieces on the ground as well. Yeah, Bree is fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're uh, a little sore. Isn't it? <laughs> I, well, so am I, and I did not fall from the ceiling of that cave. That was quite a stunt you pulled with uh, your uh, friend. Uh, and he's like, don't, don't do that. You don't need to say not friend. Uh, he's uh, kind of like dancing you did that I have been no, told. No, I of. don't think that's... Uh, <laughs> in, uh, I think it was much like... Yes, yes. In, in, in court of Pralia, his villain and, and Star have told me he's... Like what you and Bartholomew do. Yes. No, I think it was like, uh, I think it's just like a magic spell and it's a means to an end. And I think dancing has a lot of like joy. And you sort of pick your partner out and I'm sort of just forced into situations where I'm forced to deal with this. It's, it's, it's very different and much worse. <laughs> well, Bree is impressed, Yuri. You uh, showed much skill, courage. Well. Uh, you fought well. Back at ya. Mm. And kind of like slaps the scales and like rubs the like hand comes away with the balm on it and is like gross. Yeah, uh, and I and I think Bree kind of like like Yuri would pick up like a small like m- muscular wince uh, at the slap, just like where where those those runes and stuff are. Mm. Um, and there'd be like a little bit of scarring from I think the like it's healing quickly, but uh, like a little like electrical burn. Oh, okay. Uh, he'd say, and then he, he sort of says, what do you say? You, uh, I'm starving. I'm going to get something probably to eat. And then from the back in, like, Yuri's compartment, um, you just hear, like, oh, yes, that would be, oh, wonderful. Yes, a d- great idea. You get that started. I'm going to uh, just go for a little morning walk, stretch my legs a little bit. Uh, if you have uh, any fresh meat, that would be great. You look like a hunter. You get mm. anything good for us, that would be... Wonderful. I have some spices, I believe, in my bag. Uh, I guess I grabbed one of the, the uh, uh, hunks of frozen wolf meat that I still am <laughs> I'm, I'm almost out of at this point, but I've been up on the top of the thing and throw him down one of those. Uh, he steps back from it and it just hits the ground. And he's like, yeah, let's not do that again. Uh, <laughs> and then he walks inside. So the rest of you see Bart come inside. He's like, good morning, everybody. I believe breakfast is on the way. I'm going to Ooh. warm my tootsies. And is he... he anywhere close by? Anyone near me? Can I hear him coming? Oh, yeah. He opens. The... I mean, it's, he's impossible to miss. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I've got my blindfold on, but I would really like to grip him. Okay. <laughs> uh, make like an attack with disadvantage. Oh, ooh. I reroll those. It's a one and a seventeen. First, rerolling the one. Ooh. That is. It is a fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, yeah, he hops over it uh, as you stick your staff out, and he's like, "Oh, careful there! Oh, you should take that blindfold off. We're uh, <laughs> gonna trip somebody." And then he goes over and sort of spins the chair around. I guess uh, Star, are you still in the chair? He would have went back to sitting down after the discussion, after he, like, talked to Dust and Sky, yeah. Uh, so he, he comes over and he's like, oh, may I? Uh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. And he, uh, yeah, just sort of goes over and starts dragging Diglin's bed across <laughs> the room and then sits it down and puts his feet up on the banister of the bed and, like, starts warming them on the 
on the fire, and then he just leans back and tilts his hat down, and he's like, wake me when they have breakfast ready. Uh, I'll just message to, to Rowan. I was like, that's his funeral, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, Rowan just laughs out loud at that. <laughs> Can I do some buck wild? Sure, boy. Can we go into Ben's dream? Yeah. Uh, hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> what does a 14-year-old boy dream uh, about? Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, uh, just picture all of your faces. <laughs> you are the people of his dreams. Yeah. Ben is having a, a familiar dream, one that he's had a few times over the last uh, couple months, where um, more so in the last couple weeks, uh, he's he's on the roof of uh, his his family estate, looking out in the back courtyard, and there's a there's a gathering of, of uh, soldiers stood in a line, and they uh, he sees uh, Star and Rowan are, are fighting, having a, having a duel uh, in front of the soldiers, and there's a there's a group of Sort of like a spirit, like old, tough-looking, grizzled barbarians, almost kind of like stood around just watching. And Star and Rowan are fighting, and he just kind of floats over that towards the stables. And he sees there's a book, a child's uh, storybook on the ground, and it just says the tale of the Evertree on it. And he picks it up, and as he's flipping through the pages, every page he flips, he moves closer to uh, this massive tree that's in the, the backyard of this like palatial estate. He gets closer to the this tree, and he, he stops at the, the base of it, and he hears a familiar voice say, Ooh, where we f- first met, young Horus. And Hoom's head turns around, and he's been perfectly disguised against the tree, but his eyes are glowing. But he's, he's a massive, massive owl. It's huge, like 12 feet tall owl. And Ben just says, don't, don't, don't call me that. Benjamin it is, then. Follow me. And... Ben walks towards the tree and just finds himself inside it. It's a, a giant opening in the center of this tree with like branching paths and stuff in it. In the center, it looks like a younger tree, like just the core of a younger tree. And there's a sort of a portal in it, uh, maybe made out of like a tree sap kind of around the edges. But you can see through it, Diglin's cabin and all of you talking and whom turns to Ben I feel I have done you a disservice. Ben is like, well, what What do you mean? You mean stealing my body? It's like, it was for your own protection. However, I, on this day of your connection to your power is stronger. I believe I can grant you a boon. And whom uh, sort of shuffles over to, it's like a, a big nest. And in the nest are these um, golden orbs. And as Ben, like, he's never... He feels like he's he's never been here, but he, he knows what they are. And in each of them is uh, a memory of his from when Hoom was in control of his body. And Hoom picks one off the very top, and it, he holds it close to Ben. He goes, this should help you in the future. I've tried to protect you from these events. However, maybe knowing what you've been through, or I have been through as you, will assist you. And my apologies. <laughs> ben, ben just stares at him, and then his eyes are drawn to the orb, and he can see playing in reverse and forward. Like time loses meaning as he's looking at this orb, but he sees the events leading up to the the fight with Cass playing out, and uh, as we kind of see the, the the images swirling in the orb, Ben's eyes open. 
Sick. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. And Ben is just like, <laughs> and like looks at everyone's like, ah, uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Ben. Um, how is everyone? A little worse for wear, but huh. uh, all present and accounted for. Well, that's not true, is it? Uh, we don't know what Diglin is, but I think we're all recovering. Um, okay. I, I had an idea. About the dusk blood. Mm, all right, well, well, we're all ears. Well, maybe I can do magic on it. Do you, you mind if I try? Such as Kara. Um, I don't. It's. I could hear you guys in my dream. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was asleep, you said it's a poison. I could try to make the poison go away, just by asking. Nice, I guess. Sure, that sounds fine. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, you know, we'd be fools not to at least try. There's no know. harm in trying. Well, there might be, but <laughs> go for it. All right. Um, and Ben, like, he, he kind of crawls out of the pile of books, and he goes and he, he sits cross-legged in front of Kara and closes his eyes and puts a hand on her, and he's just kind of muttering to himself, and um, you hear him kind of say, just, just reach out. And, like, uh, he starts muttering in a different language. Uh, it's celestial, if anyone recognizes that. And he casts Protection from Poison, I think is the name of the spell. You touch a creature. If it is poisoned, you neutralize the poison. If more than one poison affects, afflicts the target, you neutralize one poison that you know is present, or you neutralize one at random. For the duration, the target has advantage on saving throws against being poisoned, and it has resistance to poison damage. Okay. Roll and add your spellcasting modifier. Right. So that's a uh, 16. 16? Okay. Mm-hmm. Those feathers on Kara start to slowly fall off. And as they hit the ground, they liquefy into like this sort of tar substance on the ground. You feel like your teeth start to, they sort of like grind. It's a fairly uncomfortable feeling and you kind of like shudder. There's a bit of a pain and you start to feel like a lot of the emotions of the past like night and a bit catch up with you pretty suddenly. It's ah. like fairly overwhelming. And then when you open your eyes, Ben, it's Kara looking back at you. Star like jumps up like, Adam, oh, Adam, boy, Ben. Oh my God. Done, Benjamin. By the, by the, by the branches. Whoa. Whoa, Did you, how do you feel, I didn't Kara? know that you could do such a um, thing. Look at this magic I boy did, right here. I didn't, um, I didn't know either. Um, uh, I, um, I mean, um, yeah, but we'll breathe, Kara. Breathe. Uh, you use a diaphragm there. It's okay. Uh, Valen's gonna run over and hug Kara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got my my hand on Ben's shoulder, and I'm like squeezing and like half shaking and half like patting him on the back and like mussing his hair. And yeah, Ben is uh, just got a huge smile on his face, and his eyes are uh, full of tears. Oh, and uh, Rowan, you'd notice that he has a uh, a shitty little wispy white feather mustache. <laughs> I say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Adore it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then you just hear like, keep it down. And like Bart rolls over and sort of like plugs his ears a little bit. Ben's expression darkens. Dar <laughs> <laughs> looks at Ben and is like, would you mind fixing up that one too? <laughs> uh, you guys told me not to kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and then, like, Ben kind of half smiles, though, and, like, is like, that was a, he was trying to j- make a joke. <laughs> is that goop still on the floor? It is, yeah. Do I see any, like, a vial or anything, or, like, a glass 
bottle or, or something lying around. There. Yep, there's a few uh, like over by the mantle place. I'm uh, gonna if if I see like a, a piece of rag or something, I'm gonna pick up that bottle and try to scoop oh, up. Careful. Um, we we're not sure exactly what this is. Um, can I mage hand the rag? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. From it, like, hand. Pops out of my hand a little. Ooh, like, ooh, yeah, right. scoop it up and then you could do that. Place it into the vial for you. So you put like but, the whole rag in the vial, yeah. like wipe it all up. Yeah. So there, there's a fair bit on the ground. I feel like it takes a little bit of cleaning mm-hmm. to do because all of this sort of extra mass. So you can go back down to your 19 or your regular HP. You can take away those temporary hit points. Okay. Yeah, and it it all just sort of goes into the into the vial. You kind of have to like push the top shut. There's only like a little bit of air left in the in the bottle by the mm. time it's done, but you have it in a in a bottle. Does the strength go back down, and uh, does my dark vision go away? Yes. Okay. And yeah. the natural weapons? And the natural weapons, yeah. Uh, the I'm claws, gonna... the feathers, uh, everything is, is back to normal. The eyes look normal. There's only one way to know for sure, though, right? To cast a spell. Right. Uh, well, I might try something first. Um, could I start casting Detect Magic? Yeah. Or no? I would like to start casting Identify. Mm. Okay. Yeah, as I'll, I'll do an inside check at the same time. Sure. As you start doing that, Ben starts to get super hyper. His his the dark mood. You see it leave yeah. him, and he's just like, Valen, I had a dream that I I saw whom, and I was I was back home, and he took me into the his his, his tree, and he he gave, he gave me my memory back. I can remember I can remember the fight in the caves. I feel I feel stronger. That's uh, that's phenomenal. We, we were all racking our brains to try and think of some powerful magic user that might be able to help Kara, and yeah. here you were. were yeah. among us the whole time. I could I could see you guys having that conversation. Like, I was watching it, but I could see it, and Hoon was talking to me, but I could hear both. That's remarkable. It was really cool. Maybe we can talk more, and you can teach, like, maybe show me better magic, or maybe uh, I can... Maybe I can, if I get close enough, I could, I could do magic on, on, on Lilia, maybe. And if, if she has taken the same thing, maybe it'll work on, on her. Or maybe it'll work on, well, we could try it on Bridget. Let's, let's not get too, too far ahead of ourselves. We're not entirely sure what we are up against when it comes to Lilia. It, it, it may be in some way related to Kara's affliction, but uh, you've done very well, Benjamin. Um, Thank you. I'm extremely impressed. And I'm very excited for you. Thank, thank you, thank you, Ben. Thank you. Well, you didn't look that bad with the feathers, though, right? They're not. Uh... No, no, feathers are certainly a good look. <laughs> they're very, they're very in right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have no fear. Mm. I got seventeen on that insight. Yeah, what does he see? I look like a little stressed. I look stressed. Stressed, like Kara stressed. Kara stressed. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely that there was none of that. Yeah, when you saw before, like she was totally calm. I uh, I start rooting through underneath my blueberry bush, and oh, Kara, I've got something for you. I'm thinking like maybe I could distract you, and I, I pull out uh, that little snipping I took from the vine growing in the cave. I'm like, this was uh, this was grown in a pretty dark environment, and, and you know, I figured maybe you might want to have a look. You you remember them? Those, those vines coming down, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I I do. Yeah. 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 I d- <laughs> well, I, here you go. I, I got a bit. Maybe you can... Uh, oh, th- thank you. Here you go. Uh, I guess I can take off my blindfold. Those eyes are jet black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, twist. Rowan, actually, when you dig into your pocket to get that... Um, mm. Reach in to try to grab that vine, and you pull out the river rock. Uh. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. I sigh 
And then I look at Kara, who's like, pumped, and I look at Ben, who's pumped. And I put it back out of sight for now. Okay, and then you're able to sort of like fish past it and get the, the vine and pass it on. Good. <laughs> so after a bit of time, everybody's just kind of like like talking, like excitedly going through this. Yuri starts to bring in some breakfast as you like cast your ritual, and it goes off and you don't get any uh, magical effects on Kara. It, it appears, Kara, that you are, you are free of magical influence. Well, um, it seems too easy, no? Doesn't this seem uh, too easy? Uh, I don't yeah. like this. I'm getting uncertain. Someone talk me down. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I feel pretty, pretty um, nervous about what happened yesterday, actually. And I wasn't feeling like that at all after I started to change. Yeah, okay. Well, so you being more worried, you being more nervous is supposed to make me less I mean, nervous. It, I don't it, understand. It feels last night. It it, it probably it feels more like more more like me. Yeah, last night when I was, uh, she was a predator. Last night, she she was a a different kind of creature. And, and now I'm I'm looking at your Kara, and all I see is Kara, and that's real good. But uh, you, we we should definitely keep our eyes out. So Yuri's kind of like laying breakfast down in front of people and like looking around. He's like, I'm getting a weird energy in here. What's going on? Kara looks better. Everything looks good. Why is everyone freaking out? You're freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Uncle Yuri, I I I fixed Kara with um magic. You did this. Yeah. Not him. Not that freak. No. No. Just you. He 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 showed me how in the dream. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> Come here. And he like gives you a big hug and he's like, look, I told you, it's, it's in you. You have it inside of you all the time. It's Michael's secret stuff. It's you all along. It's the That's, same thing. I wanted to believe you and now I do. Well, great. Everything is perfect. Uh, right? Yes. Yeah, Star, don't worry. I'm a powerful magic user. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Star, are you the one freaking it, freaking everybody out? Stop freak deep off that tail, mister. <laughs> I want to see yeah, a smooth tail. Like, yeah, it's like straight up and like in a big puff. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, Rowan, your passive would also pick up that like Valen like is like smiling and like putting on a good, uh, like a good show, but there's like, yeah, he's still very concerned. Um, I, I'm going to pick up a, a plate of breakfast and I'm going to go outside. And if I catch your eyes, kind of oh. like give you a bit of a look. And, oh, I follow. Uh, yeah, yeah. all right. I'm like, well, I'm going to have a look and, and see if Diglin's just outside. I'll, I'll be right back. And uh, kind of give you the look as I go and, and step outside. Uh, I'll join you. Yes. <laughs> oh, sure, Star, absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I'll, I, I will also follow. Do you, I think that they're all being incredibly suspicious right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> feel like weakest link is Valen. Yeah. So Valen make a deception. My passive insight is 16. Oh, boy. Let's see. 16. So let's see what I, don't I wanna, can do. Don't uh, bring everybody down, then. <laughs> Disadvantage. 11. Mm-hmm. My passive is 17. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you, you you feel weird. Well, at least Valen is, yeah, so kind of stuttered. <laughs> I, like, it's give like you a great subtle look, and Valen's like, whoa, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. And like points at himself outside, like in the like in, like in the basement, like in the basement. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's actually that, right? Like, uh, oh, uh, yes. Um, and like straightens the jacket too many times, and just like looks around, and, like, glances at everyone. I think, I think Ben, ben won't make eye contact with Kara. Yeah. I think, yeah. I will yeah, also yeah, yeah. go outside for no reason. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think ben and Kara sitting next to each other, looking at Valen with the exact same expression on their face. Yeah. It's just like, yes. 
Um, furrowed brow. Like, we'll 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 be right right back. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. All right. Well, it's breakfast. It looks great, Yuri. I am. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I got most of the dexterity back in my body. <laughs> From that sleep, I thought I had maybe two broken arms. Can't tell why. Extremely bruised wrists. <laughs> yeah, the mm, porridge is good again. Thanks, How's Uncle. That Thanks, Uncle. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle. Yeah. 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 Comes over and like sits down and kind of scooches you aside, and he's like, "Oh, excellent. Uh, uh, oh, this is uh, fine. Whatever." And starts eating. <laughs> So you guys step outside. Bree, you see the others step out if you didn't come in for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I'm just on top of the caravan still, uh, kind of with a, a piece of meat that I'm nibbling away at and uh, just that beach glass dagger absentmindedly curving into a scale. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll lead Star and Valen to you, I guess. And so, as soon as I see Bree, uh, sort of sensing that you wanted to talk about something but probably wanting to avoid it, I will look at Bree. Uh, Bree, ah. Uh, I, I I hear that I owe you a tremendous amount of gratitude. Well, you fell. I couldn't let you fall. <laughs> uh, but, but that's that's just the thing. You you could have, and you didn't. And for that, I I thank you. Well, it is not the first time I have had to save your life, Valen. I'm uh, getting a little worried that you cannot take care of yourself. Burn. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very aware, and I'm extremely grateful for your friendship. The others would have been very upset had I let you fall. Uh, <laughs> the others. Do not keep making a habit of it. I will certainly do my best to uh, uh, stop myself from plunging to my death in the future. I'll, I'll lean over to Star and be like, well, now I've never seen a lizard blush like that. Well, you can, you can see that Bree, like, growls and gives, like, a disappointed look at Valen. <laughs> Actually, um, I thought I might show you something that I've, I've been uh, sort of working on uh, um, in, my, in my spare time, which there's not been much of. Um, but I, I was given a bit of a last-minute bit of inspiration uh, from, from Kara, uh, and I would like to cast Alter Self and give myself claws and fangs, <laughs> and you will see, uh, be like, I take my jacket off first, and then, like, roll up my, um, my, like, shirt sleeves. I'll take your jacket. Up, up to the elbow. Nicely yeah. over yeah. the arm. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and pull out the orb, and say a few words into it, and wave my hand over it, and then, yeah, you start to see first, like, this, like, white fur sort of show up across the, the face, and then the arms, and then slowly, like, the arms and shoulders, like, grow and, like, bulge it with muscle, and then the fingers sort of elongate and become these, like, talons, and the head sort of elongates into, like, a snout, like a wolf-style face with teeth. And I look at you and I say, what do you think? And Bree is just, you know, eating this piece of meat kind of off the end of the dagger and just looking at you completely straight-faced, <laughs> but you can see that her tail starts going. <laughs> like, just her tail gives her away completely. She says, well, you would have been better to grow wings, Valen. <laughs> <laughs> I used to see Valen slump. <laughs> it's like, well, that's, that's true. Um, but it's something, at least. <laughs> and then I'll drop it, uh, and it'll sort of dissipate, and I'll return to my normal form. Yeah, and you can, you can catch a bit of a, a, a smile. <laughs> mm. uh, thank you, Rowan. Oh, yeah, of Put course. Put the jacket course. back on. Oh, this magic stuff is awful. 
very, very happy that they've avoided it. Now, did you? Well, actually, Star, that brings me to, to what I brought us out for. And I'll uh, put my hand in that same pocket, I guess. And we'll, uh, oh, we'll just look. And I'll hold it out. And everybody sees the stone. Oh, you threw that away. Yeah, no, I, I don't have the best throwing on, but I, I really gave it my all, and I watched that hit that river, and, and well, as you can see, now it's back. Mm, how, do, how does it how does it do that? <laughs> well, Mr. Wizard, I oh. sure don't know. That's on me, isn't it? <laughs> I say we destroy it. Um, well, uh, in my uh, understanding, uh, certain incredibly magical items are uh, quite difficult to destroy. Mm. Uh, lay it down. Um, and then uh, Star's going to swing at it with the magic dagger. It just clangs off. Mm. Very similar to how it was in Cass's eye, like hitting this thing dead on like good hits doesn't even seem to leave a scratch on it. Mm. And the same with your dagger, like your dagger, even though you're hitting like a solid rock, doesn't chip or anything. Right. This rock is like the size of an eyeball? Yeah, it's a, a, a river stone about the size of an eyeball. So uh, I didn't want to bring this up with with Ben and Kara, although I suspect they're probably peeping through the window right now. Anyway. Yeah, if, if you look over, Ben and Kara are both <laughs> just like... Bowls of porridge. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like eyes, pre- like, like, like smoke, uh, 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 mist uh, forming on the on the from Ben's yeah. breathing. Upon seeing this, Bree just goes, what? And, and, and like runs inside and grabs Kara and like pulls open her mouth, <laughs> rolls up her sleeve and... What has happened? This is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Your claws, your fangs, your... Who did this? (laughs) I I did. I slap you upside (laughs) down. What have you done? Across the room with a bunch of books. (laughs) I throw a book there. (laughs) I mean, I can still be a wolf. Uh, Yes, but... this looked like it was all time. You were looking so much better, so much healthy. I think so, but I don't know if I would have been able to act like me very much. Well, you, you, you seemed confident. I, I suppose so. I think it's probably okay. We uh, uh, <laughs> just like slumps <laughs> over, just like heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And, and <laughs> flusteredly just kind of... Uh, 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 Sighs and walks out. <laughs> I can't believe you let little boy do this. Uh, that little boy is, is growing up real fast, Brie, and, and frankly, I, I think Kara's much better off in the situation if she might not look like that to you, but our Kara is a heck of a lot more preferable to, uh, to Lilia's Kara. Mm-hmm. Would you rather a great beast that wanted to kill us all, or our very good friend Kara with... A few less sharp teeth. You know, generally, like, all the time around. Great beasts can be tamed. (laughs) (laughs) They are very useful. All Mm. right, well, the next great beast we come across, we'll we'll, we'll let you try to tame. Tame or eat. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever tickles your fancy, Bray. But this stone, I hate to bring us back to to such dark news, but um, we we should have a... But lay it down, I'll... uh, Get my books out again. Yeah. <laughs> but start uh, uh, preparing I'm, a ritual. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. Uh, if this was so easy, why did why, why would Lilia pretend like it was going to be so difficult? It's so easy to change her back. Was she lying to us? Yeah, I, I think maybe she was stolen for time. 
That's entirely likely. It's also possible that she was not aware of um, Benjamin's power. Hmm. Speaking of, she I'm just going to go and bring them in on this too. Uh, uh, might as well, since they're watching anyway. I think Ben is now like, he stood up in the doorway and is like, he's ruffled and he, he doesn't have a smile on his face anymore yeah. after getting uh, ab- abused. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll motion for you to yeah, come yeah. over. Yeah, but he, he just looks at Star and he says, it wasn't easy. Could you do it? I'm sorry, Ben, what? It wasn't easy. This what wasn't easy? The magic. No, of course not. I wasn't. No, Ben. No, 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 no. You've misunderstood me. Well, what did you mean? I just meant that we are dealing with very powerful forces, which we do not understand. I think you agree with that as well. And uh, maybe we should be cautious. We shouldn't just uh, assume that we... That the problem is solved right now. No? Okay. He's not undermining the the effort. I know, I know. You did an amazing thing. Don't get me wrong. Look at her. She's she's normal. She looks normal. And you did that. Good job. Okay. I could probably... We could probably test it. I could... I could cast something. You know, if it's still there, it'll probably show, right? Well, frankly, if you're going to have your blindfold off, I'd feel a little better if you could pop off a cantrip or something and and we have a look at you. And, Benjamin, if you needed to, could you repeat that? I hope so. Well, then, um, let us experiment. All right. I think Kara is going to uh, look at her clothes, which have got a bunch of tatters from being scraped around and captured by things and dragged <laughs> through brambles. And, Hard day for clothes, for sure. Yeah. Um, and um, mutter a little mending cantrip and patch a tear or two. Your clothes uh, seal back together. All right. Well, that's a relief. That's a, that's a relief. That's great. That seems very promising. Uh, well, mm. <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin, Benjamin, well, again, once again, what would we do without you? Benjamin, I, I'm shocked. You have a great power in you. Now, if, if, only, if only you would join me for some, uh, some weapon practice, too, you'll become truly dead. Huh? Uh, okay. That was supposed to... Was, uh, uh, whatever, let's go get breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that weapon practice? <laughs> yeah, so you uh, you go in, you start to... I, I guess, like, as you're starting to head back into the house, uh, the gates push themselves open. As Diglin, you can see, is backing in. When the gates open, you see she's just laid down a dead caribou, and she looks up at everyone and says, uh, Good morning. Everyone's awake. Good morning, Diglin. Uh, good morning. I, I'm, I'm glad you were able to return. Yeah. One second, I didn't mean to interrupt with... Were you still identifying the Riverstone? Yeah. Well, yeah, I can tell you this first, though. So the, the Riverstone is... It is currently inactive. That's right. So you can tell that it has magical properties, but that there is... That it is... It necessitates being worn. Worn, with quotation mm-hmm. marks, to actually work. And then it is a powerful divination spell, which shares sight between the creator and the other stones mm. that are active. Make an arcana check. 15. 15. You can also see that there is more to it than that. You can tell, but you don't know what. Mm. 
It appears that this uh, stone is not um, currently um, transmitting or receiving images. All right. Uh, it, it must be worn uh, or uh, utilized. But there's there's more to this. There's there's there's, there's something else beneath the surface that I, oh. I can't quite determine. And I'll uh, I'll pick it up again and look at you as I pick it up because it's detect magic, right? Identify. Identify. I have, why am I confusing those two today? They're similar. Yeah. Uh, so I'll pick it up again and um, and and just size it up. As, You're gonna look at me. Yeah, I was gonna say something else, but I forget what I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> so I just pick it up, and and I guess Rowan opens his mouth and looks at you, and then looks back at the rock and be like, oh well, that well that train left the station. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot to lot to take in. Oh, all right. Well, well, it needs to be worn. Well, I don't think any of us are gonna hop into our eye sockets anytime soon. Oh, please no. <laughs> But you said you thought you threw it? Right. Yeah. Maybe... This doesn't explain that. Maybe there's something that deceives you or makes you do something that you didn't mean to. No, I don't like that. With the spell. Is magic item? Uh, Yuri can sell in town. I don't think we'll sell this one. (laughs) He sounds like worst case, it'd come back. (laughs) (laughs) Here, I think you've just devised a very clever con But uh, I'm not sure we want to unveil that on the world Well, she's got 20 con (laughs) (laughs) And Diglin Diglin walks past as you're talking about it And says, uh, keep that covered, please well, walks inside. Well, well, as she's walking away, I'm like, well, it's not transit Do you know how it... Oh, all right, she's gone she would be a very good uh, individual to ask. Yeah, if we can get it open up at all. And I'll put it back in that pocket, uh, make sure there's nothing else in that pocket with it, um, nope. and hope that that doesn't count as being worn. So Diglin goes inside. A couple of seconds later, Yuri comes out. Okay, rude. And makes his way out, and he grabs Gertie and Brett and brings them outside, and you see him, like, lashing them up to the caravan. He just sort of does, like, a half lash on them, and then they drag the caravan inside. Diglin comes out and says, everybody's okay? I mean, I think everybody's a little sore. I'm feeling um, not better exactly, but more myself. You seem a lot better. That's <laughs> good. Very good. Well, that's, uh, that was Benjamin did that. Do you know anything about Duskblood? The Darklings, after they, you know, snatched me, they um, poured something down my throat. I was kind of swallowing it when I woke up. Oh, they... How old are you? Um, well, what, 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 what's the date? <laughs> so I've been in the woods a long time. I, I don't know. <laughs> 24th of Janisfery. I mean, you're, you're an adult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I am. I yeah. Didn't think oh. I'd stump you there. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. And she kind of like walks inside and then comes back out and says, have you been... Screwing around with my stuff, looking for a jar. What jar? Dust runs over and is like, oh, oh, uh, I took a jar and gives it to her. And she like holds it up and it has like a nettle looking thing inside of it. Some of the kids had this on them. Uh, yeah. They said that they drank something out of it and it's what started changing them. Mm. Yeah, that would be the, the dusk blood. And, uh, well, well, that's what Kara here was infected with, and we were having a real, real time with it. And, uh, Benjamin stepped up with his magic and managed to, to clear Kara of it. But, but Lilia also, uh, we, we had a, 
Well, I can't say a grand chat, but we had a chat, and uh, apparently that was a mistake. It, it, like you said, it's supposed to be given to the, the, the saplings, but uh, they must have mistook uh, To Kara's. be clear, yeah. She wanted to give it to Ben. Well, that makes sense. It would have had a different effect, most likely, on you. I think you're still young enough. How did you change her back? Yeah. You're very lucky. It mustn't have fully taken hold. There is a definite point of no return with this. Are you, sh- are you sure? We could try. I could try to reverse whatever's happened to you or, or Bridget. Well, I, I haven't encountered this stuff. She just gave I mean, that. I'm not... Well, we can try it on Bridget, absolutely. But I've tried quite a few things on the children that I've come in contact with, and there is no... Mm. After a certain point, there is no going back. And that time with children is much shorter. Have you ever succeeded in turning anyone back? No. Hey, Ben, that's not bad, huh? And, like, punches him on the shoulder. It's ben. very, very good. What you would have become... Well, well, it's not have well you, on what could have been. Have you Have you seen any adults take it before? I've had to kill a few, yes. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Uh, speaking of which, I've had a long night. I think we need to move. She knows where we are. If she saw through you or through me or through that, then she could send some terrible things our way. So I think it's time we uh, we moved on from this spot. And as the caravan comes inside, she closes the gates. I think we're going to go into the Rotten Pines. Sounds lovely. Go is, on. Is that where Keg was from? Yes. So it should be slightly safer the woods there are cursed. Oh, good. But the curse may work in our advantage this time. It is nearly impossible to find what you are looking for when you're in those woods. Well, we'll just have to all stay together then. Yes. How, how far away with travel is it? It'll take us a couple of hours. So we'll get there tonight? Yeah. And Ben, like, kind of screws up his face and doesn't say anything. Here says, all right, well, uh, I can get these guys ready to go. She says, no, no, leave them there. We'll take mine. She goes back out through the gate and takes a bit of the elk's blood and walks up to the house and closes the gates again and then taps on the side and whistles and then sort of waves the blood around and the ground under you starts to like and shake and all of you start sort of moving around and the house itself starts to lift right up to that wooden gate, lift up off the ground. And you see these big purple sort of stumpy leg tentacles reach out to the side and start planting themselves in the ground and lifting you upwards. This is fascinating. Can't anything in this godforsaken would be normal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The windows on the front and the door, the, the windows start to sort of angle a little bit as if they're like watching this vial of blood and the door sort of swings open and shut. And you find, even though you're twisting around a whole bunch, at this point you find that you can't lift your feet up off the ground like they are stuck. And then the whole house leans forward and you just hear like a terrible crunching eating sound as it leans down and eats the caribou off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Diglin sort of like pats it on the side and and she's like, drop them, drop them. And then you can move your feet. And she's like, okay, let's go, babe. And it starts to just like walk forward 
Does Bart just fall out the front door covered in saliva? Yeah, so Bart Bart is inside. You can see him just like, oh, God. Oh, oh, it's hot. Why is it so sticky in here? Oh, my God. The walls and everything have turned into this sort of sickly purple. There are like tentacles inside sort of moving around. The, the books and everything are still intact and they are like lifting beds and chairs up. But this starts to make its way towards the rotten pines. She'll have us there. Lickety split. Um, uh, in my phrasing. Look at his split. Awesome. A giant mimic house. Yeah, that's so good. That's really good. Hello, it's Mike Farty, your dungeon mom. Thank you for listening to episode 46 of Wonders and Blunders. It's the DM Slides of March. But as you may have noticed from my previous advertisements about this event, there is a lot of hand-touched and hand-shipped prizes in this promotion. For this reason, we're going to be extending the amount of time that we're doing this promotion. We're going to wait before we start handwriting and hand-shipping things until we're all back to normal. So thank you for your understanding and bearing with us with that. We are still going to be here to keep you company every week, though. We've got a good backlog of episodes, and we got the internet to hang out with our pals. If you have any more questions about how the DM Slides of March are going to pan out, drop us a line on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash wonderandblunder, or at wonderandblunder on any social media. We're around, we want to hear from you, and we've got loads of time to read messages. So drop us a line. And as always, keep cozy, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.